Welcome to the Fearless Mom Podcast, where our goal is to give moms tips and tools to help them every day to actually enjoy parenting. We don't want to add to your already long to-do list, mom. We just want to help you be intentional with what you're already doing. And whether you're watching or listening by yourself or with a group, we want to remind you, you are not alone. We're all in this together. Last week, we celebrated, we gathered together for the second annual Fearless Mom Conference. What an incredible weekend it was as we heard from David Thomas and Sissy Goff from Raising Boys and Girls, from Stephanie Carter and from Catherine Lowe. It was amazing. Today's podcast is just the opening session from that conference. We hope you enjoy, and you know what? We hope you register for next year. Go to the website, fearlessmom.com, and you'll find all kinds of information on the Fearless Mom Conference 2022. But if you haven't yet and you want to get that content from the conference from 2021, you can get that there too. And we hope you enjoy. Here's episode 90. Welcome, welcome to the Fearless Mom Conference. I cannot believe we're here. This is our second annual. You guys, the first conference was last year. Last year, we gathered in this room with almost 500 moms from around the country. And we were all running around willy-nilly, hugging and high-fiving. And nobody even knew how much toilet paper they were flushing down that thing. (laughs) February 2020, does anybody remember? It was so carefree. It was mask-free. It was just a different world, and now we're here, and we have learned so much over the last year. We have learned so much about technology, and I know so many of you are sick of looking at a computer screen, but I'm going to tell you this, and as a matter of fact, I've been saying it for years in Fearless Mom. We are so grateful for technology that it allows us to connect with so many moms, and God this year, we would have had to cancel if not for technology. There's no way we could have done it. And so, you know what? I'm, I'm kind of sick of looking at screens too, but right now, I am so glad that we have them. And we are so glad that you guys are able to join us. Many of you are by yourselves, and many of you are with groups, and there is a group, a small but lively studio <laughs> audience with us today, cheering you on. We always say you may be watching by yourself, but you are not alone. We are all in this together. And guys, before we go any further, I need to stop and I need to thank Chase McWilliams. Chase McWilliams is the video production tech guru who has been willing to, he, will, he has said the whole time, I'll do whatever you need. I'll do whatever you need. I'll do whatever you need. Bless him. Y'all, he has four young children. He is amazing and he leads his team, Nava and Brooks. Brooks, bless his heart. Video guy just came on our staff. He had no idea that, <laughs> what was happening. And Chase and um, Brooks were helping me with one video and there weren't any girls in the room. They were trying to help me and they said, Julie, um, you, you may want to fix your hair. And, and I said, I said, what do you mean? They go, it's, you, you just may want to pat it down like that. And I said, you know what? It's as good as it's going to get, guys. Okay, start rolling. They have been amazing and I want to thank them so much. And so I feel like I need to pray before we start because... 
I know you guys need some extra supernatural focus, right? Y'all do. Let's pray. God, I thank you so much for this day. I thank you for the gift of technology. I thank you for the gift and the blessing and the responsibility of motherhood. Right now, God, I ask that you calm our hearts, that you calm our minds, open our eyes and ears so that we can see and hear what you want us to learn today so that we can do our best to raise our kids to do their best. In Jesus' name, and everybody said? Amen. Amen, amen. Now, you've heard me say before that I love to teach about marriage and family, and I do not teach about marriage and family because I did it perfectly. I teach because I believe passionately that God's word gives us clear direction and so much encouragement and counsel, and that if we can equip moms and give them practical tools to implement before lunch every day. Then by lunchtime, you feel like, okay, I can do this thing. If we can encourage them with practices and principles that can actually help them enjoy parenting, then we can literally change the world. But to say that I didn't do it perfectly is an understatement. And so there were times when I thought, you know what? Please, God, do not let my neighbors hear me through that door because I was yelling, I was overreacting. The way I responded, maybe it was when Emily's imaginary husband, Michael, you know, I, I didn't always handle their relationship very well. Um, and, or maybe it was Joe, the number of times, guys, that Joe had a broken bone and I told him to quit complaining, <laughs> take an Advil and suck it up. Yes, multiple times. But there was one time that I vividly remember, we're a beach family, we love the ocean, and we were um, the panhandle of Florida, the Redneck Riviera, we like to call it. Um, and so we were in the ocean, Joe and I were, and I'm guessing Joe was about six or seven. And so he had his boogie board, and I could stand up where we were, but Joe was needing his boogie board. And um, I saw a jellyfish. I hate jellyfish. I'm afraid, I'm deathly afraid of jellyfish. So, you know, like a good mom, I ripped that boogie board out of Joe's hands. And in my effort to hoist my rear up onto the boogie board, apparently I scratched Joe's back a little. Um, to be fair, I did yell jellyfish. I did give Joe a warning as I was ripping the boogie board out of his hands so that I could protect myself. So I didn't know I had scratched him at the time, actually. We're walking out of the ocean and he's just in front of me. I see claw marks down his back. Joe, I know you're watching, honey, and I'm, I still feel terrible about it. Not as terrible as I did when we had your annual checkup that next week. And the pediatrician, you know, good pediatricians, they, they know exactly how to turn the child so the mom can't coach the answers, you know? And so Dr. Albert said, so Joe, um, what happened to your back? And Joe looked at me with these big eyes and I'm just like, seriously, dude, no. I said, go ahead and tell her. Yeah, he said, my mom clawed me, you know? It, it, it was not my finest parenting moment. And maybe, maybe you've never done that to your child, but I do know that you've experienced this. There's some fear in your life that you had a visceral reaction that affected those around you. And so if you're not careful, you know what? The way, it wasn't actually the fear that hurt Joe. My fear of jellyfish did nothing to Joe. It was my reaction to my fear of jellyfish that 
hurt him, that clawed him, that scratched him, that actually, he probably still has a scar, that scarred him. And I, it made me think like, wow, I, if we're not careful, if we're not intentional, then how we respond to our fears can negatively impact our children significantly. But if that's true, then the opposite is also true. If we are intentional, if we are aware, if we do something about it and work on purpose, then we can positively affect our children by the way we respond to our fears. And if I have learned anything over the last year, uh, you guys, I don't know if you've looked at it yet, but we have... um, an e-course called Own Your Mind Business. Get it? Own Your Mind Business? Um, Yeah, I know. I mean, I'm gonna say it one more time. Own Your Mind Business. But it's all about thinking and feeling and teaching your kids how to think and feel. And so what I learned in all of my study, I read book after book, I talked to multiple counselors, because guys, I'm not a therapist. I wanna clear that up from the beginning. I'm not a therapist, I'm an enthusiast. I love doing research, I love learning. I love learning to get better and I love learning to encourage you. And what I learned about being fearless was that we need to quit, quit fighting the fear. Just stop trying to feel fearless. Just stop fighting the fear. Turn to your neighbor now and say, don't fight the fear. fear. Nope, turn to your other one and say, don't fight the fear. You see, the fear is not the enemy. The fear of the jellyfish is not what hurt my child. It was my reaction to the fear. And so what it really is, what we should be fighting is not the fear. What we should be fighting is the fear of fear. It's the fear of fear that's the enemy, not the fear itself. And that's important to understand. I'm going to say it. Listen carefully. Fight the fear of fear, not the feeling of fear. Fight the fear of fear, not the feeling of fear. I don't like fear. (laughs) I don't like feeling it. I don't like that ickiness on the inside. But I have had to learn over the last year, particularly over the last year, you know, we've all had fear. Fear is universal. Every single human experiences fear. It's just that not everyone's chained to their fear. And that's what the difference is. And so how, do we, how are we fearless moms if you're telling us not to fight the fear? And how are we fearless moms if you say that fearless is all what fear is always a part of life? Remember what I said, we're not fighting the fear, we're fighting the, we're fighting the fear of the fear. And so we are fearless in our reaction, not feel, fearless in our feelings. You can feel fearful and act fearless. That's very different. You can feel fearful and act fearless. But what I recognized, actually, Julia brought it to my attention. Julia, um, our fearless mom administrator, she's been in education for um, a long time, 20, 30 years. And so she always brings to us what is happening, what are the current trends in public schools. She still works in the school district. And um, we were talking about social emotional learning. And we were talking about how we need to equip our kids to respond to their feelings, to identify, process, express, and overcome. And so I said, okay, we, we'll do a series on that. We'll call it emote control. We did it a couple of years ago. And she, I said, okay, what feeling should we teach? And she said, okay, I think we should focus on um, anger, fear, and sadness. I said, oh, okay, okay. So I'm gonna teach on anger, fear, and joy. She said, what? And I said, you said anger. She goes, no, I said anger, fear, and sadness. And I said, right, anger, fear, and I'm gonna teach about joy. And she said, Julie, 
you need to teach about sadness. I said, who wants to learn about sadness? <laughs> and can't you just avoid sadness by feeling joy? And she said, you need to teach that anger is a part of life, fear is a part of life, and sadness is a part of life. And I said, I thought that's what I was doing. I thought that by teaching joy, that by teaching happiness, that I was actually teaching about sadness and how to respond to it. And she said, no. And the more research I did, the more I realized was I was not teaching my kids, not empowering even myself with how to respond to negative emotions. I had a fear of all negative emotions. I did not want them in my home. I thought my responsibility was to keep those negative emotions away. And in reality, they're a part of our life, they're here. And so instead of keeping them at arm's length, what we should really do is embrace the fact that we feel them and then empower our children to respond to them. This is what I would do, this was my response. And maybe you're the same way. I like everybody to be happy. And my way of getting happy is to have a snack. And so my child would say, you know, mom, I'm sad. I didn't, uh, my friends were mean to me at recess. I'm like, well, that's their fault. Let's have a snack. You be happy right now because this is a fun place. I didn't even acknowledge the sadness. So they would say, you know, my feelings are hurt because they didn't invite me. Well, shame on them. Let's go to Chick-fil-A. You know, and I... I never even said, oh, tell me about what you're feeling. I thought the appropriate response was to ignore and redirect. I I thought I was doing the right thing when in reality, I was actually passing on to them what I was feeling. When I took the time this last year to study feelings and thoughts and emotions and how they affect our behaviors, I thought, I I like keeping all those, what I call icky feelings, I, I like keeping it at arm's length. And you know what that is, guys? I don't know it's my fear of vulnerability, because I definitely have that fear. I don't know if it's my fear of failure, because I definitely have that fear. I don't know if it's my fear of being rejected, because I definitely have that one too. All of it together, I realized like, wow, negative feelings, I don't like them. I don't wanna talk about them. I just wanna talk about the opposite. Because can't we all just be joyful all the time? Isn't that what Jesus means? (laughs) Yes and no, but again, if I'm being honest with myself, my real fear is fear. My real fear is my kids feeling fear. The biggest fear I have is fear. Isn't it weird? It's not new. That, that's not a new concept. I realize that. Some of you are like, wow, is that new to you? Because I've been on that a long time. <laughs> Maybe you have heard you know, Franklin, Del- Franklin Delano Roosevelt. Did you? My husband's a history buff. I'm using a history quote here. <laughs> is that attractive? Uh, So first of all, this is what Franklin, how do you say his middle name, Delano? I was just saying it real fast because I wasn't sure. FDR. (laughs) So this is what he said at his inaugural address and he was talking, it was during the Great Depression. So first of all, let me assert my firm belief that the only thing we have to fear is, you probably can finish this, fear, you history kids. Fear itself. Nameless, unreasoning, unjustified terror, which paralyzes needed efforts to convert retreat into advance. I'm going to read you the rest of the quote that we're not as familiar with. Nameless, unreasoning, unjustified terror, which paralyzes needed efforts to convert retreat into advance. Our mothering efforts cannot be paralyzed. 
The stakes are too high. The responsibility is too great. We must work to fight and fight to convert retreat into advance. We say that in Fearless Mom all the time. We don't want to parent away from fear. We want to parent toward a vision. That's why we have a whole breakout about you know, writing your family vision statement. And that's what FDR, he didn't even realize he was teaching Fearless Mom. Isn't that amazing? We want to work to convert, retreat, to advance because we are parenting forward. We are moving forward no matter what yesterday held, today is a new day. And any feeling is okay to feel. The fear, it's okay. Invite it in and say, all right, I see you fear. And then I choose my response. That's the difference between an emotional reaction and an intentional response. And that's what we're working on. I want you to look with me at Psalm 34, verses four and five. Psalm 34, verses four and five. I prayed to the Lord and he answered me. He freed me from all my fears. Those who look to him for help will be radiant with joy. No shadow of shame will darken their faces. No shadow of shame will darken their faces. This is David as he's fleeing from Saul. And I wanna read that first part again, where he says, I prayed to the Lord and he answered me. We teach kids all the time, you know, God always hears your prayers. But that next part, he freed me from all my fears. It's important to understand that when David said this, Saul was still after him. And, and he was still hiding. The, the threat was still there. The danger was still there. But he was freed from his fears. God doesn't have to remove the fear to free you from the fear. God doesn't have to remove the fear to free you from the fear. Don't fight the fear. You fight the fear of fear. The difference is I have this fear, but now I choose. Am I chained to? Am I being held hostage by this fear? I have that choice. The fear is there. See the fear. I see you fear. I name you fear. But I choose how I respond to that fear, to that sadness, to that anger, to that frustration, to that loss, to that disappointment. Whatever your icky feeling is, don't be afraid of the feeling. Don't fight the feeling. Fight the fear of that feeling. And that is very different. And so what we're going to learn today is choose to fight like a mom. Choose to fight like a mom because I'm not going to wait until I fear, feel fearless. I'm not going to wait until the fear is gone. I don't have to wait for it to subside. I just have to choose to override. Okay, you know it rhymes, so I'm going to say it again. <laughs> you don't have to wait for fear to subside. You just have to choose to override. You don't have to wait for fear to subside. You just have to choose to override. How do I fight like a mom? Number one, embrace you and your fears. Embrace you and your fears. Love yourself for all that you are. If you are high strung, I'm gonna use that high strung for good. If you're laid back, I'm gonna use that laid back for good. Embrace you and your fears. Understand that you were created with purpose on purpose for a purpose. Psalm 139, 14, thank you, God, for making me so wonderfully complex. Your workmanship is marvelous. God, I'm marvelous. You said so. I know that full well. If you are a deep feeler, kudos to you. Use that for good. If you've got a deep feeler as a child, kudos to that kid. Now you have the opportunity to not change the child, 
channel the child. So that's a growth mindset there. So when I embrace myself and my fears, I'm understanding that growth mindset that, you know what? I messed up today, but I can work harder and do better tomorrow. I can feel, any feeling's okay to feel, but how I express it matters. All of this is growth mindset. And if you look at any of our studies on that, whether it's a own your mind business or mindful thinking or emote control, you'll see that we teach kids, I feel sad right now, but I won't feel sad forever. I feel sad right now, but I won't feel sad forever. Feeling sad isn't fun, I know, but feeling sad can help me grow. And it rhymes, so you know. (laughs) And so first you have to embrace you and yourself and that's basically a, you and your feelings and that's basically a growth mindset. And second, you embrace God and his truth. Embracing God and his truth is a God mindset. I love the growth mindset. I love what Carol Dweck teaches. I love Big Life Journal and all that they offer, but that is a growth mindset. And what we do at Fearless Mom is we pair that growth mindset with a God mindset. And so I take those those statements of I can do hard things and I apply it to scripture. I can do hard things through Christ who strengthens me. I can do new things through Christ who strengthens me. And so it's the growth mindset plus the God mindset that is really the answer that gives you that fearless mindset. So I wanna look real quick. If you guys see over here, cameras, are you following me for all of you watching at home? One of my biggest fears as a child was the flying monkeys from um, Wizard of Oz. And like my kids never saw the movie because I didn't want to expose them to the fear of the flying monkeys. It's possible they would have loved the movie. Don't worry, they're very familiar with Wicked. But they don't know Wizard of Oz because of the flying monkeys. So right now this monkey is going to symbolize fear, okay? Because, I mean, he's precious, but flying monkeys are scary. So this is what I'm, okay, so let's say that fear was outside my home and knocking on the door and I I can feel myself starting to feel fear. And so my reaction, my response was to hold the door closed, was to hold onto the doorknob and not let that fear, that sadness, that disappointment, that loss into our home. This is a happy place. That fear had no business coming in my home. But do you see how my focus on the fear, I'm ignoring my family and my home. I'm so worried about the fear and not letting the fear in my home that I'm not even handling it. This is what I know now. Emily, sorry about that. I want to be an amazing grandmother, okay? (laughs) What I should have done was said, oh, fear. I see you fear. Come on in. And then we're going to sit and let's talk about our fears, family. You just have a seat right there, and then we're gonna sit and visit. So how do you guys feel about fear? Yes, okay, so we have a choice, guys. Here's fear right here, the flying monkey. Here is fear, and now fear is here. Now, here's my choice. I don't have to wait for the fear to subside. I just have to choose to override. So here's my fear. You know what? I'm afraid to go to a new school. I'm afraid to meet new friends. I'm afraid to go back to school because I've been at home the whole time. I'm afraid, whatever it is, we see your fear, but I'm not gonna carry my fear around. I'm gonna see my fear and I'm gonna go live life with joy, with courage, with passion, live the life I'm created to live. That's what we wanna teach our children. Here's my fear and sometimes my fear comes back and I go, oh, I remember you fear, yes. I'm not afraid of you. You're not a flying monkey, you are precious. But now I move on, does that make sense? So when you have those negative feelings, those negative thoughts, we, 
okay, come on in. I'm not afraid of the fear. I'm not afraid of my child's sadness. I'm not afraid of my child's grief. I'm not afraid of those icky feelings. I'm afraid of the feelings, but I'm gonna choose to let them in. I'm going to override my fear of that, and I'm gonna bring them in. And then I choose how I respond. That's when you apply that. You combine the growth mindset and the God mindset is that fearless mindset. Now, as a matter of fact, when I say God mindset, we are really big on scripture memory in LHC Kids. We believe, if you look at how Jesus fought the enemy when Satan was trying to tempt him when he was fasting in the desert, he fought it with scripture. And so when we have those icky feelings, when we have those fears, when our thoughts take over and run away with us, when our, our feelings are icky, then we can respond with scripture. If you are feeling, we teach John three sixteen, God loves me and is for me. That's a simple one. God is with me wherever I go, Joshua 1.9, if you have a child who feels scared by himself. God will help me, Philippians 4.13. We say this good grief. Your kids hear this all the time. I can do hard things. It's such a new thing right now. I can through Christ who strengthens me. Um, arm yourself with truth and arm your children. So what we have is a pack of scripture memory cards. And when I say scripture memory, that's because there are just 12 in this pack. Very doable. If you will put it out um, where you can see it, where your kids can see it, you repeat it every day. By the end of the month, you will have it memorized. And we're gonna do it together so that by the end of the year, we are armed with truth. The best weapon to fight the fear of fear is God's word. The word of God is alive and powerful, sharper than the sharpest two-edged sword, cutting between soul and spirit, between joint and marrow. It exposes our innermost thoughts and desires. It exposes our feelings and can respond to them. So guys, fight like a mom. Fight like a mom. I prayed to the Lord and he answered me. He freed me from my fears. My fears are there, but I am no longer chained. I am no longer held hostage to, and I will not be held back by my fears. Are you ready to fight like a mom? Okay, I wanna pray with you. And guys, we've got so much more today, but I would love to pray with you so that you are ready to soak it all in. Let's pray together. God, I thank you so much for your word. I thank you for technology. I thank you for these moms. I thank you for our small but lively studio audience. God, we know you are at work. We know you created us and you gave us these children on purpose. We trust you. We lean in. And we know that you are the secret to freeing our fears because we can lean into you, the sovereign God, the one in control, the one that is always certain, that we can be certain that you remain the rock even when we feel icky, even when we feel uncertain. We love you, we trust you, we thank you in Jesus' name. And everybody said, amen. Amen. We're so glad you joined us today. You can get more resources and information at fearlessmom.com.